To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA-14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast. Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer Azraland. In this episode, I will be sharing tips for smoother bedtimes for toddlers as well as older kids for those who struggle with getting kids to go and then stay in bed. There are many good reasons for getting a good handle on bedtimes. First and foremost, kids need lots of sleep. And research is showing that 90% of American teens are sleep deprived. I don't know how well other countries are doing in this realm, but here in the U.S., we aren't doing such a good job. I'll do another show down the road specifically on teen sleep and how to combat that problem. But getting kids into healthy sleep habits starts early. Sleep is important for kids for so many reasons. It aids in learning, not just because kids are more ready to learn if they're feeling well-rested, but also because sleep is when the brain stores information and is a special time for brain development. Also, the growth hormone needed for tissue and muscle development is mainly released during sleep. Lack of sleep can cause behavioral and emotional problems, shorten attention span, and present like ADHD symptoms. A study showed that kids with sleep problems are more likely to be hyper, impulsive, and aggressive. When kids are overtired, unlike adults, they don't get tired and listless. They get more keyed up and are more likely to get hurt and often get overly emotional. Lastly, sleep deprivation leaves kids more vulnerable to illness. And I also want to mention the benefits for parents. Besides having less moody, better-behaved kids to deal with, for many of us, it's the only downtime we get to ourselves is after our kids are in bed. Parents of toddlers need and deserve that time. No one needs to be chasing a kid around well into the evening hours. The National Sleep Foundation recommends 10 to 13 hours of sleep a day for preschoolers, 9 to 11 for kids 6 to 13, and 8 to 10 
for teens. And I'm going to break that down a little further for these toddler preschool age kids. At 12 months, your toddler will need 12 and a half to 14 hours total, with 10 to 11 being at night and the remaining hours divided between two naps. Usually, this means a shorter morning nap and a longer afternoon nap. By 18 months, 12 and a half to 13 and a half hours total is common, still keeping 10 to 11 at night, but usually dropping to one nap a day right around the 18 month mark. By two years old, toddlers sleep 12 and a half to 13 hours total, and the nighttime hours and number of naps remains the same as for 18 months old. At three years, the total hours stays pretty much the same, 12 to 13 hours, but they may sleep longer at night as some begin to stop napping by three, while others will still nap up until around five. By four to five years of age, kids sleep 11 to 12 total hours, with most or all of it at night. A few kids may nap for an hour in these age ranges. For six and older, the amount of sleep continues to decrease slowly over time. What's interesting though, and important to note, is that even at eight years old, some kids still need as much as 11 and a half hours at night. So you can see that setting up solid bedtime routines and bedtime is extremely important for good habits as kids age. Now I'll share some helpful information about the toddler sleep cycle. First, everyone wakes in the middle of the night. We usually rouse and come close to waking all the way, but we usually roll over and fall right back to sleep and not really realize it. The adult sleep cycle is 90 minutes long. Newborn sleep cycles are 60 minutes. But by the time kids reach around four years of age, during these toddler years, their sleep cycle has stretched to match that of an adult. It's also very important to understand the difference between a sleep problem and a sleep issue. A sleep issue is an underlying physiological issue. These are rare. Things that fall into this category that may affect sleep are snoring. Kids may breathe loudly while sleeping, but they should not be snoring. Sleep apnea This is when someone stops breathing for a few seconds at a time while sleeping. Rocking oneself or headbanging for self-soothing. Restless sleep. This actually means a lot of tossing and turning. Now, a lot of kids will toss and turn some. This means tossing and turning a lot all night long. Also, kicking during sleep or ongoing difficulty with waking up in the morning after a full night's sleep. If your child is regularly getting the amount of sleep recommended for his or her age and frequently is having issues waking up, then this is a sleep problem. If your child is having any of these sleep problems, talk to your pediatrician. You may want to consider asking about getting an evaluation at a sleep clinic. A sleep problem, on the other hand, is behavioral. It's the kids who won't stay in bed, is getting to sleep too late, or is frequently waking up in the middle of the night unrelated to the sleep problems I just listed. And these are things that can be changed with behavioral interventions, which I will give some tips on now. So first I wanna start with sharing about sleep associations. This is an important term to understand because they are important piece of setting up positive bedtime experiences, not just for toddlers, but for infants and older kids as well. And sleep associations are exactly what they sound like. It is what someone associates with falling asleep. 
Now, these can be negative or positive. And when I use the term negative in this context, I simply mean it is something that requires another person in order to fall asleep, rather than positive associations, which mean the child can fall asleep on his or her own. Learning to fall asleep on one's own, in one's own space, is an important life skill for all the reasons I mentioned earlier. Negative sleep associations can include things like rocking, snuggling, back rubs, until the child falls asleep. This doesn't mean as part of the bedtime routine. It's only negative if the child needs you to stay and continue doing this until she falls asleep. Basically, anything that requires adult involvement in order for the child to actually fall asleep. Now, we actually knew of a couple where the mom would take the kids upstairs and spend hours getting the two kids to sleep. They managed to create such negative sleep associations over time that she literally ended up rocking the kids in the complete darkness and quiet of their closets until they fell asleep. It was exhausting for her, and she and her husband never got any time together in the evenings. At that time, the kids were ages five and seven, and the parents kept assuming that eventually the kids would learn to put themselves to sleep. But unfortunately, they were never getting any opportunity to learn. Now, positive sleep associations can be things like their own bedroom, their bed, a lovey, a special blanket, a fan. I want to also take a moment to share that a child's temperament can play a big part. Some kids can fall asleep anytime, anywhere. Others have a lot of difficulty, and you will notice this as soon as your child is born. Our first was one of those babies that had to be held constantly in order to sleep. He didn't just need us to fall asleep. He needed us to stay asleep. We wondered what magic pill other parents possessed that would allow them to take their newborn to a restaurant and have a meal as the baby slept in the infant car seat. If I tried to go anywhere, he would scream his head off for the entire car ride. And when our twins were born, we understood. Those two slept for several hours at a time without any needed intervention. So if you have an infant with whom you are struggling with sleep, the infant sleep class covers when you can expect your baby to sleep through the night, tools for setting up good habits and breaking any bad ones, lots of tips for common issues with bedtimes, nap times, as well as the tools I used to get our firstborn turned around from waking every 20 to 40 minutes to sleeping 11 to 12 hours in his own room within a matter of weeks. You can get that class for only $8 by going to yourvillageonline.com slash babysleep, entering the promo code SLEEP at the bottom of the checkout page. That's S-L-E-E-P, sleep. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. 
You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads. Love where you live. Now, Next is bedtime routines. Bedtime routines become part of the sleep association. It helps your child's body and mind prepare for sleep. The important part is that when it comes time for the child to lay down and fall asleep, that a parent does not need to be present. The key piece to bedtime routines is to keep them the same time, the same order, and the same place every night. This is also especially important if your child is struggling at bedtime. This consistency builds healthy sleep habits. Soon the child's brain begins to associate the routine with the slowing down for sleep. There are many ways to structure routines, and you can decide the pieces and order that works best for your family. And once your child becomes very good at bedtimes, it's okay to brush teeth first and then put on pajamas to basically switch the order for the earlier pieces of the routine. But you want to keep the song or the book in their room for bed at the end. You always want to do the last 10 to 15 minutes of the routine in the bedroom. Now here are some guidelines for smoother transition to bedtime, which are particularly important if your child is having difficulty calming down for sleep or staying asleep at night. Now for the one to two hours leading up to bed, no rough or stimulating play, no screen time. And this means TVs, computers, phones, and gaming consoles. They are stimulating to the brain and can make it more difficult to calm down before bed. At bedtime, for toddlers and preschoolers, 
shoot to have them in bed by 7 to 7.30. Now, this is where it's important to do the math for your family. Three to five-year-olds need 11 to 12 hours at night. So if they need to be up by 7, that means asleep sometime between 7 and 8. Now, some kids zonk out immediately, but most need 20 to 30 minutes to fall asleep. So remember to account for that in your math. If you're having issues with kids staying in bed, I discuss three different methods for dealing with this common bedtime struggle in the toddler sleep class on the website. Of the three methods, most parents find that one of them resonates most strongly for them and fits their parenting style best. So to learn how to implement these and choose the one that sounds like the best fit for you and your family, you can go to yourvillageonline.com slash toddlersleep. You also can use the promo code I mentioned earlier, SLEEP, S-L-E-E-P, for 20% off this class as well. And the goal is to do the bedtime routine, say goodnight, leave, and your child falls asleep on his or her own without him or her getting back up to ask for anything further or get your attention. And that can become your new normal when you implement one of the three bedtime methods. Now, I got a question a few weeks ago from Matt who asks, I just listened to your newborn sleep podcast and loved it. I have a question for an older child. Our daughter just turned five. Sleep used to be easy when she was four, but now she started to believe that she can't fall asleep right away. She now spends hours awake in her bed at night, causing her to be tired and cranky the next morning. We just started the peaceful parenting journey, and I don't want to start yelling again or disciplining. What advice do you have for happy sleep for someone who simply keeps herself up? And by the way, she stopped napping at three. I'm glad you clarified the napping situation because I actually see this exact same issue pop up frequently when children are ready to drop naps but are still napping and then, of course, aren't tired when it comes to bedtime. So for any parents out there who are seeing this pattern and your three-year-old or older is exhibiting this behavior that Matt is describing, then it's definitely time to start dropping naps or at minimum moving them earlier and making sure they're no longer than an hour and then waking the child up and seeing how that works. You can keep experimenting with moving naps earlier or dropping them all together so your child isn't wide awake at bedtime. I know there's also an issue with napping being required at preschools. At least that's the case here in California. I'm not sure of the laws elsewhere. And I get into some really good details on that and how to handle it with your preschool and the toddler sleep class, but it's too much to go into right here. So now back to answering your question, Matt. First, I want to commend you for committing to the peaceful parenting route. It's a huge opportunity for personal growth and one that will greatly benefit your relationship with your daughter and her sense of self for a lifetime. So I am so pleased that you're committed to that. So back to your sleep question. Okay, start with the bedtime guidelines I mentioned earlier of no rough or stimulating play, no screen time for at least an hour before bed, And you may even want to make sure bedtime snacks are low or free from sugar if you aren't doing that already. Then, as I mentioned, do the math. So given the 10 to 11 hours as a guideline, start with the wake-up time. So let's say it's 7 a.m. That means she needs to be asleep by 8 to 9 p.m. Or if it's 6.30 wake-up time, then asleep by 7.30 to 8.30. And you can figure out if she needs closer to 11 or 10 hours and then adjust accordingly. So bedtime would start 30 to 40 minutes before she needs to be asleep. 
give or take depending on what all is involved, of course. So this gives time for bedtime routine and a solid 15 to 20 minutes for her to wind down and fall asleep. Now, what do you do if she's not napping and you're following these guidelines and she just takes a long time to fall asleep? You want to set the boundary that she needs to stay in her room. She may sing, talk to herself or her stuffed animals, look at books, any quiet activity in her bed until she feels sleepy. Now, as you know, we can't force our kids to fall asleep as much as we may want to sometimes. It sounds like she has decent sleep patterns set up from the past, so she'll figure this out. But the important thing is just no pressure and allowing her to listen to her body cues. So saying something like, it sounds like you aren't sleepy yet. You just need to stay in your room and give your body a chance to let you know when it's tired. You can talk, sing, look at books quietly. I'm sure you'll get to sleep soon. You're basically giving her the responsibility to listen to her body. Sometimes that talk like you need to go to sleep type of message can actually backfire and stress our kids out and therefore keep them awake longer. So just letting her know that you know that she can listen to her body and her sleep cues without pressure should get things back on track. Now, as a parent of a child who is highly active, as I mentioned, was born wide awake and alert, he doesn't require as much sleep as most kids. So another thing you want to do is make sure you're giving your daughter ample opportunity for physical exercise, and this can make a world of difference. Lots of park time. If you want to have her try a team sport, something like soccer that can give lots of opportunities for movement and mental focus, which also works to tire them out. Now, what ended up working amazingly for us was when we ended up putting Carter on a swim team at age Six. Practice was up to four days a week and it's low impact, so he could go as many practices as he wanted until he was tired of it. And he has ended up sticking with the sport so far and plans to continue. In addition, he rides his bike with me while I run several mornings a week. So maybe something like that can help if your daughter is also highly active, high energy type, which sounds like she may just be. If you want to learn more about sleep for infants, toddlers or beyond, be sure to visit yourvillageonline.com slash infantsleep or yourvillageonline.com slash toddlersleep and use the coupon sleep for 20% off the class or even on one of our monthly packages, which gives access to all the 40 plus classes, including sleep, positive discipline, peaceful parenting, and much more. And also comes with access to a form to ask me any specific questions you may have about parenting or your child's development. In our next episode, I'm going to be talking about positive discipline. Now, this is the discipline philosophy that I use in our home and the one that I teach in all of my discipline classes. I'll talk about what it is, why it's important, and how it actually helps us to raise really amazing kids, along with some tips to implementing it, of course. If you have a question, please be sure to send it to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. To see what episodes we have coming, go to yourvillageonline.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time.